Check it out. Come on in, come on in. Find a seat, find a seat. First two rows, first two rows, first two rows. Uh, uh. Why don't you greet your neighbor? Tell him the most exciting thing that happened to you this week. Just go high. If you don't know your neighbor, go ahead and make friends. Say, hi, my name is Adam. Hi, my name is so-and-so. This happened to me. Uh, people are still coming in. That's always a good thing. Keep on coming in. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, just one more minute. One more minute. Waiting for the stragglers as they come on in. Uh, bump it. Just bump it. Uh, everybody get some swag and see. Just get some, like, just movement going. Just go ahead. This is mine right here. Uh, just uh, just praise God. It's right here. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Go. Go. Yeah. You girls are hip. Are you guys bold enough to do it on the stage? Come on up. Do it. Nice and loud for the girls. Go. 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 All right. Give it up for them. Yeah, they're bold. Yeah, hallelujah. All right. You can do me a favor and lower it down. Welcome to Elephate. Now, I heard about maybe 15 people, but I know there's at least a good 30, more than 30. Welcome to Elevate! All right, you guys are getting better. Today, guys, I'm excited to let you know we're starting a new series, the month of August. From today to the last Friday in August, we are talking about purity, abstinence, and we're doing things a little differently. As you notice, as you came in, you see there's one group of chairs there, look like a circle, another one over there, one over there, one over there. What's going on? What in the world is going, what is going on? Let me tell you what, we're doing things a little different. I'm gonna explain first what we're doing, and then I'm gonna get into the announcements, we're gonna get in some worship, get crazy for God, amen. And then I'm gonna come and give a word, and then we're gonna do things. So today's, today's schedule is gonna look like this. Announcements, worship, two songs, come up give a word on absence then at the end this is what we're going to do we're going to break out into cell groups one two three four girls over here guys over here and what we're going to do is we're going to talk because this month if you can do the lord just little down this month we're talking about abstinence and purity I and mean, when it's not just oh adam says so and so adam's going to say it so i have to believe it i mean that's good to think if you think like that but but here's the thing we want you to think and understand why you believe in what you believe and why we're preaching this is what the word of god says and how it relates to you personally amen how many think that's a good idea say amen praise god so i want i want to explain some things but before we do i'm just going to go ahead and get right into it welcome to elevate meet friday 7 30 every time guys if you need a ride let us know ahead of time we'll come and pick you up amen Next slide for me. Our vision here is loving God and loving 
people. You have to know that that's what the Bible says. We love God and love people. Our strategy is to connect, mentor, and send. We got some great news. Um, next slide for me, please. We have uh, life groups, and one of the cool things that we're doing, we're finding out that our life groups are getting too big. They're getting too big, and so what we're doing, we're making a new life group. Come on, give us some noise for the new life group. Ah! So, so, so before when, when we break out, I'll introduce them. But guys, if you're not plugged in, so get plugged into one now so you guys can just be a part of what's happening in the church. Amen. And part of the strategy is to connect a life group, to, to mentor, you get discipled. Uh, we have a one-on-one here that's for disciples. If you say, man, I want to learn what it is to, to love God, to love Jesus, because that's what we're about. We're not about anything else but to glorify Jesus Christ. We're not here just to put on a show, put on a service to make you guys feel good. We're here to glorify the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we do that here by being a disciple because Jesus said, go out and make disciples. And the last part is that we send you out. And when you go back into school in about two, three weeks, we're going to send you back out there to go out and make more disciples. Amen. Can I get an amen? Can I get a praise God? Can I get a hallelujah? Next stop for me, please. Our goal is 100,000 churches around the world with 50 in Chicago. We're doing that. We're doing that. We're doing that. This is the first week of the month. We like to uh, especially uh, dedicate these ties, uh, separate these ties for missions. Amen. And I, and I always like to talk about what's happening around the world. Um, I'll have the privilege to go to India. Uh, it, it, man, it's really hot. Um, let me tell you, it's really hot. <laughs> it was really fun because, look, I mean, there are people that, see, you meet them in Dunkin' Donuts, you think that's all there is. But, I mean, there's so much. And there's, like, God will blow your mind on what's happening in India. Uh, it's just, you'll have a heart for them. Was that a little bogus for that Dunkin' Donuts comment? Just a bit. We'll just put that in the past. God forgives me. Amen. Pastor Mitt, if you're watching, please forgive me. I love you. Namaste. That's a funny thing. I actually had to spend a couple of nights with uh, the, the pastors in the same bed, so we won't talk about that. But that was a great experience because they're funny guys. Like, I'm telling you, I'm trying to fall asleep, and they're cracking jokes, but praise God. And so, guys, they're doing it right now. They're having Metro praise right now. They're sleeping right now, but when they wake up, they're going to have Metro praise. And, guys, we do that. We support them by giving our tithes and offering. Amen. That's how the church, that's how God designed it. It's not like God's going to drop a fat bill like from heaven and the angel Michael's going to sign it like, there you are, $1,000 to India. That's not how it's happening. We bless each other, amen? We're blessed to be a blessing, amen? Our tithe is 10% of your total income, all right? And our offering is whatever you offer to God after your tithe. Right now in Sundays, we're in these, these sermon series about tithes and offering. Is that just blessed? If you were blessed by that and the small group lessons, go ahead and give a clap. Hand clap of praise. Clap to the Lord. Because I'm telling you guys need to learn that even though you're young, you might not have jobs. You might not have much money. But you should learn to give to God. Amen. The Bible teaches that if you don't, you're sinning. Amen. You're stealing. The Bible calls you, you're a thief. You steal from God. I don't want to be a thief. Amen. And so we know that 10% of $100, if we can get it up, there is $10. We, we got to get a new slide. Make a note, a new slide, new number, and don't make it some crazy long number. It's just like, no one's really going to break that part. You can make it something cool, like maybe 123 and 15 cents. 
But don't use that number now, okay? He's just shaking his head like, <laughs> amen, praise God. If you guys can stand to your feet with me. We're going to break out after this. If we can get the buckets up here. We're especially giving this for missions, guys. So, guys, from the abundance of your heart, give with a willing heart out of joy. Give to the nations. Amen. Just God is doing it. So, so let's, let's re repeat this after me. Uh, let's read this out. Acts 10.35. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said. What did he say? Father, I thank you for every student in this place. I thank you that you have blessed us to be a blessing. And, Father, I pray that as they give, Father, you pour back to them, Father, just an amount they can't even press down and shake together. Father, Lord, I pray that you would bless them to be a blessing unto all nations, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. DJ, bump that music. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. We got to work on the song selection, bro. <laughs> praise God, praise God. Come on up as we give. This is what we're going to do. We're doing things just a little bit differently. You guys are doing well. We are going to break out into life groups now. But wait, before you break out, I want to introduce the new life group. So here it is, here it is, here it is. It's a new life group coming up. We found out that a normal life group size should be anywhere from about 8 to 10 people, but we're maxing out with like 15 to 20. So we, we got to do something about that. Amen? So as I call out your name, just please come up to the front. The new life group leader will be Cynthia, and her team will consist of Monique and Kevin. Give it up for them, guys. Come on. Come on up to the front. Stud. You stud, you. If you guys think Kevin's a stud, just go ahead and make some noise. That was, that was Danny. Danny alone. Marcy, helping him out, showing some love. It's okay. They're thinking it because if they said it, they know if you like it. So, so we'll talk about that. But here it is. This is the new team right here. Okay? And they're going to tell you what days they're meeting. They're going to come up with a cool name and a cool color. And it's going to be all fun and games. Right? She's just staring at me. Don't do that, no. So, so this is what's going to happen. We're going to have JC Soldiers over here. We're going to have Warriors for Christ over here. We're going to have Cynthia's group. Why don't you guys do this? Come up with a cool name in your breakout. Cool name and a color. Try to come up with it. If you can't, no worries, but try to. So that means you're going to. So this is what's going to happen. They're going to do it when we break out. Amen. Praise God. And we're going to designate a couple of them. We're, we've already said, hey, you know what? We have big groups from, from both sides. We're picking up uh, students to help out and to support this new group. So Melanie can come on up. You're part of the team. Who else did we say? Jennifer and Lawrence. Jennifer and Lawrence, come on up. Come on up. So this is the new group. Um, we're going to have JC Soldiers over here. We're going to have Warriors over here. Cynthia's crew over here. And let's break out. Let's get back in in about three minutes. So break out, break out, break out.
Check, check. Two more minutes, guys. Two more minutes. All right, two more minutes, two more minutes. more seconds 10 more seconds come back in come back in come back in you guys could just come up to the front we're just gonna get started in worship let's do some worship y'all check check one two one two uno dos tres uno dos tres all right guys if you find someone sitting down, get them out their seats. I'm not pointing any elbows. I ain't pointing any elbows. Spread them out, spread them out. I know that we have the chairs there. I gave you guys permission to use that back aisle. Don't everybody go to the back aisle now. All right. So this first song is called You Are Good, and we sing it out because we know that God is. God is. He's good. Who said awesome? God is awesome. He is awesome. But if we can get the words of the song up on the screen for me, please. All right, the song is called You Are Good. Okay? And when we get to the part where we say, and now sing because you are good. And I want you guys to sing. Ah! You can shout if you want. That sounds cool there. And now dance. And when we get to the dance part, we're going to dance. Like, do a dance. Just make sure you're not dancing on somebody. Right. My boy over here, yes, yes. And, and when we get to, and, and I'll sing for you, we're just going to lift our hands in the air and just give God just a shout of praise and sing it out. Amen? And I want to hear you guys sing because you guys can sing. You got, especially this one right here. 
Yeah, you, you want to sing? You want to lead worship? Now let's go. Come on. Come on, clap your hands. Here we go. I want to sing it out. I want to sing it out from every mountain top. Your goodness knows no bounds. Your goodness never stops. Your mercy follows me. Your kindness fills my life. Your love amazes me. Come on, and I'll sing. And I'll sing because you. Let me hear you. And now dance. And now you are good. You good to me. Nothing and no one. Nothing and no one comes anywhere close to you. The earth and oceans deep only reflects this truth. And in my darkest night, you shine as bright as day. Your love amazes me. Come on, sing it out. And I'll sing. And I'll sing because you are good. And I'll dance because you are good. And I'll shout because you are good. You are good to me, to me, and I'll sing because you are good, and I'll dance because you are good, and I'll shout because you are good, and you are good, you good to me. Come on, praise the Lord in this place. Uh, how about this? We're going to sing that chorus again. I want to see you guys do it. Ready? And I'll sing because, and I'll sing because. You are good and I Come on, dance. You are good and I shout. Come on, shout it out. Come on, and I sing. And I sing because you are good and I dance. Come on, dance. And I shout because you are good and you are good. Come on, with the cry of praise. And with the cry of praise, my heart will proclaim. And you are good, and you are good, with a cry in the sun or rain. My life, my life celebrates, and you are good, and you are good. Come on, sing it out with the cry, with the cry of praise, my heart will proclaim. Sing it out, and you are good, let me hear you. With the sun or rain, my life celebrates. You are, and you are good. Yes, you are good. And I sing, and I sing because you are good. And I dance because you are good. And I shout because you are good. And you are good to me, to me. And I sing because you are good. And I dance because you are good. And I shout because you are good. And you are good. You're good to me. Oh, yeah. You're good to me. 
Come on, one more time, sing it out. You're good to me. You're good to me. Yeah. Yes, you're good to me. Come on, give him a hand clap of praise. Give him a shout of praise. Oh, God, you are so good to us, God. You are a loving God. You are a forgiving God. You guys got to know that about your God. He is a loving God. He is a forgiving God. He is a powerful God. He is the only God. And he came down, and he had fellowship with men, and he went back up. But he sent down his Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit, and he said he'll dwell in us, he'll dwell among us, he'll never leave us. Boom, that same God, the same Spirit that was on Jesus Christ lives inside of you right now. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, God. We worship. We lift our voice today. You've been so good to your people. Break through, break through today. Come on, if you're finding yourself, it's hard to worship God right now. I want you guys, I want you to take the focus off of yourself. Come on, I want you to repent before the Lord and say, God, I just need you. Come on, I want you to cry out and say, Jesus, I just need you. Come on. We fix our eyes on you, Lord. We fix our gaze on you today. We focus our attention. We focus our affection on you today. Me with your people. Come on, let's bless the name of the Lord today. Come on, we bless your name, oh Lord. Receive the praise. Receive the praise, Lord. We fix our eyes on you. We fix our eyes on you, Jesus. On you, Jesus. Oh, we fix our eyes on you. We fix our eyes. Come on. Just tell them in your own words today, right now. Come on, God, I'm going to put my attention towards you. God, there's been so many things that have been distracting me. So many things that have been distracting me. God, I didn't have time for you. But God, I take this time right now to focus on you. I put my eyes on you today, Jesus. I put my eyes on you today, Jesus. You're all I want. You're all I need. I don't come here for my friends. I come here for an encounter with your spirit. I come here to fellowship with brothers and sisters in the Lord who love you. Come on. We love you. And we love you, Lord. We're so hungry. We're so hungry for you today. So nana mama telling you don't have to work it up you don't have to put on an elaborate show the holy spirit is so eager to speak with you today
he's God, he's your father. He's never left or forsake you. Come on. I just want you to experience that. Come on, Holy Spirit, pour it out over your young people. Lord, you said that your sons and daughters, your young men, Father, will dream dreams. Your old men will see visions. God, we ask for that right now. So close to your heart is where we want to be, oh Lord. Come on, let's just press in just a little longer. We're going to sing this song out. come where he's not invited. God's not going to come where he's not welcome. Are you too cool for God right now? Or are you saying to yourself, God, I'm going to humble myself because I want you. I don't come here for for half an hour, for an hour, just a word. God, I come here for you. I come here for your word, for you to speak. Come on. Close to your heart. Close to your heart, 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 close to your heart. Just in your own words, just pray unto God. He just loves hearing from you. Mama, say, yeah, we love you, Lord. 
is who we are. This is who we are before you, God. We're just clay in your hands. Father, we're nobody without you. It's because of your son, Jesus. It's all because of Jesus. Oh, we're so excited to meet with you, Holy Spirit. We're so excited to meet with you. More of you. More of you in our lives right now. So kind of Father, we bless your name in this place. God, we're so thankful for everything that's in store this week. Today, God, we just ask that you move, God. God, and you move that you open up hearts today. That people will turn from their wicked ways. That young people will turn. You said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn away from their sins, I will hear them and I will heal their land. If you humble yourself today, God says he will hear you today. Doesn't matter your mistakes coming into this place. Doesn't matter your fears and failures. Your inadequacies, all the things you might have done, all the things that might have happened around your life. God says if you humble yourself before him right now, he'll come. He'll come into your heart. Come on, I'm just give you a couple more seconds to answer the call. Bless your name in this place. God, you are high and exalted. God, we give you the rest of this service, God. God, there's so much in store. God, we just pray that your Holy Spirit would open up hearts today. Oh, Father, Lord, I pray that you break chains in this place. Father, let the shackles come loose off of perversion. Father, let the shackles come loose off of lust. Let the shackles come loose, Father God. And Father, I pray that you just release holiness. Father, I pray that you release purity. God says he's making you pure. God wants to let you know he's making you pure despite your mistakes. God says if you come to him, he'll make you pure. He'll give you a second chance. Doesn't matter the embarrassment. Doesn't matter the shame. God says he's taking that from you right now. Come on, I feel that right now. Come on, with all eyes closed in this place, with all eyes closed in this place, I'm just going off of the word of the Lord right now. If that's you and you're saying, man, there are some things I, I, I've struggled with purity. I've struggled with, my, with walking holy before God. I've been sexually perverse. There have been things in my life I've done things that I'm involved with that I'm not proud of, but I want forgiveness. I want the chains to come loose in this place. Come on, if that's you right now, I just want you to slip up your hand. Come on, if that's you, with all eyes closed in this place, if that's you, just slip up your hand. Amen. Come on, God's going to set you free today. Come on, God's going to set you free today. I believe that right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, by your Holy Spirit power, by your Holy Spirit power, Father, God, touch them. Father, make them you, make them clean. Father, heal them, make them whole before you, Lord.
Jesus, Father, I come against that, that perverse spirit. I bind it and I rebuke it in Jesus' name. You have no authority in this place. You have no authority in the house of God. Father, we declare holiness. We declare purity. Come on, if that's you, come on, just raise up your hands and just start praising God. Every voice in this place, just start praising God. God is setting people free. We bless your name, O oh God. We bless your name, O oh God. So can Freedom in the name of Jesus. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Come on, you are free in Jesus' name. Come on, you are free in Jesus' name. Say every unclean spirit must go. Every unclean spirit must go. We cast them out. We cast them out in the name of Jesus. We lose love. We lose love in this place. We lose freedom in this place. Come on, just rejoice. We lift up your name, O oh Lord. We lift up your name, O oh God. We bless your name. Come on, give him a shot of praise in this place if he's been good to you. Father, we just ask, Father God. As you keep on pouring out your spirit, God, this is your service. Your service, Jesus. Have your way in Jesus' name. And everybody said, and everybody said, why don't you give your neighbor a hug and tell them Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You guys can make your way back to your seat. If someone can do me the favor, one of my leaders, bring up the mic for me, please. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for calling out the pastor like that. Thank you for that. I love you, though. I love you, though, right? You know I love you, right? You love me? Oh, see? Now he got to act funny in place. We love you still. I appreciate you. Amen, guys. How many of you guys felt that in worship right now? Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, like, God is going to do something great in, in this month. Today, I, I know it for today, and just what we have in store. Listen up for me, please. This series that we have, put a ring on it. You might have seen it on Facebook. Please tag your friends on it. I'm telling you, it will change your life and how you look at your life from now on. It's just one of these things that you always deal with, and we're talking about it. Um, I want to just give you a little brief background of what this month will consist of. Um, uh, this whole series is a purity month in the sense that we're going to go and it's going to it's going to lead up to this. It's going to lead up to this right here. You guys see this? It's a, it's a ring. It's a, it's a ring. I got this in India and, and I went shopping for a purity ring um, and, and it doesn't fit on this finger. So I put it on this finger. But anyways, I want to explain to you what, what a purity ring is. But by a show of hands, how many of you 
don't know what a purity ring is. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to share uh, to you what a purity ring is and what we want to do. Basically, at the end of this month, we are having a wedding. And you guys are getting married if you so choose. Literally, this place will be flipped out. We're going to have black and white. We're going to have the red carpet, roses, candles, the whole nine, maybe a buffet just to celebrate. Um, guys, we're going to have a fun time. But check this out. Guess who we're getting married to? Not your boyfriend or girlfriend. We're getting married to Jesus. And so this is what this means. If you've never been a part of a youth group or any type of search that, that did purity services, we're doing it this month. And the whole purpose is to, this is symbolic. You know, when, when a husband or a, a man and a woman get married, they give uh, something as a token of their affection to show, hey, this is as a symbol that I love you, that my love for you is complete. It's not going to stop. It doesn't have any place where it's just going to, like, drop off and hit at the end. No, no, no. And so they do this with a ring. And usually when people get married, they, they give a ring. It's like I do. And they, the ring bearer comes up, and, and they put the ring on. And, and if someone's married, you can always know by their their right or Lelani, come up for me, please. And give it up for one of the only... The only married couple, uh, yeah, the only married couple in, in the youth group. So Leilani, go ahead and flaunt that thing, girl, right there. So, so look, we know Leilani is married because, check this out, she has a ring. Ellie has a ring on his finger, too. That He belongs to her, and, and she belongs to him. Amen? Amen. Thank you for that, just for illustration. Thank you. And so, look, at the end of this month, we want you guys each to have a purity ring. We want you guys to each have one. But here's the thing. Uh, in, in, in previous years when we've done these services and we bought rings for everybody, it was just one of these things where no one took it serious or just it didn't fit. Oh, it, oh, it's ghetto. I don't like that ring. So this is what we're saying to you now, and I'm going to say it now, and we'll just enforce it in the life groups. At the beginning of this month, you guys have the whole month to go out and ask your parents or just go out and buy a, a purity ring. And check this out. You're going to be learning what it means to be holy, what it means to be abstinent before the Lord. And what that entails, and we're not going to just say it just because it would say, just do this. I don't understand, but it's hard. And we're going to get into it. That's why we have the cell groups. But I want you to understand, at the end of the month, we will have this wedding ceremony. And we want you guys to each come up and we'll present it. And it's like you're getting married to Jesus now. And it'll be your promise, your vow unto God and saying, God, I'll save myself for marriage. Because you know what? There's a big epidemic. It's not, it's, not, uh, it's not some type of disease. It's not anything. But you know what it is? It's sexual immorality. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's everywhere. You would go out and you walk onto the streets. You can see billboards and the, and the world flaunts it. And you'll see and just like, oh, my gosh. Like. That lady has no clothes on practically. And that becomes the norm now. And what happens with us in the church, we become desensitized. That means, okay, well, well, before when just showing a little bit of skin was wrong, now we're just showing everything. And it's just like, okay, that's normal. We're not so thrown back. We're just like, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. And so what's happening is we, we're becoming more and more and more uh, uh, apathetic. We're becoming more and more uh, accepting of what's happening around us. And you know what happens for Christians in the church? They become accepting and they adopt it. And instead of looking like their bride of Christ, instead of looking like a, a son, a child, a daughter of Christ, they start looking more and more like the world because that's all they see. Well, you're in here maybe twice a week. 
Friday, and maybe some of you guys come on Sundays. We want you to come Sundays. But throughout the whole entire week, guess what you're getting fed? Off the TV, off of billboards, off of your friends, off of just anywhere you'll go, just like sexual morality. Guess what? Sex sells. That's why everybody's looking at these, these, these billboards because it attracts people to look. And you'll remember it. It's like, oh, I remember that. And this whole month is to teach you, like, hey, God says something about that. God's word, he has something to say about that. And I, I was asking a couple of youth, I was just going around and just taking, like, little surveys and just saying, hey, what do you know about the Bible and what it says about abstinence and purity? Uh, kissing's wrong. Okay, kissing's wrong. <laughs> All right. Um, what, what else? Are you, like, if, uh, if you have sex, then you'll go straight to hell. Like, right then, if you have it, yeah, I heard something like that. Like you talking? <laughs> really? Man, my, my, my dude told me that, but I'm not sure if that says that, but something like that, you know? Uh, okay, okay. What else did you hear? Uh, well, you know, uh, to be honest with you, I, I just heard what people told me. See, that, that's what's happening nowadays. People are going off of what people tell them, and these people that are telling people what to do, they're not people of God. They're not living it out. So you know what? We, we base everything off of the word of God. The Bible says the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our And so we understand that when we do things, we do it according to God's word. I'm going to trick you guys. What, do you think the Bible has something to say about boyfriend and girlfriend? This probably will shock you. But you, you know, all throughout the Bible, there is no reference of boyfriend and girlfriends. Actually, if you read the Bible, there's no such thing as boyfriend and girlfriend. <gasps> oh my gosh, they tricked us, the meow. No, 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 no. Just kidding, just kidding. So, so guys, we want to teach you. And let me see, wh what I, what am I, how am I doing on time? Someone can run up my phone for me, please. Give it up for Kevin, man. He's just running back and forth. Just a servant of, give it up for him, guys. Come on, clap. There you are, boy. Run, 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 run. Handsome young man. Thank you so much. Thank you. So it's 8.14. So, I plan on, on, on being done preaching by, by 8.30, give or take, and, and I'm going to let you guys break out into these cell groups. I want to talk to you today about abstinence. If you can get the slide up for me, please. About abstinence. Do you know what that word means? Usually when I say that, oh, my gosh, what does that mean? Abstinence. I remember back in eighth grade, I had a, a, a young man. He went to Lane Tech, um, but I was in eighth grade. But he was a senior at Lane, and he came back to my school. He was a Christian. He was a leader at, at his church. And I went to a private school, a Christian school. And he came back, and he spoke on this. He said, I want to speak to you guys about abstinence. And we were eighth graders, and we found anything. If you said the word sex, we laughed. We're like, oh, my gosh, he said that word. Like, you know you were there, too. Like, I've said it right, a couple of times today. You guys are like, <laughs> he said it. What are you laughing at? He said sex. I've seen you guys. I can see everybody here, so I know who you are. Look to your name and say, he's talking about you. He's talking about you. So, so this is what it is. I remember, like, <laughs> just so immature, just, like, <laughs> laughing at what this guy is saying. But this guy, he was a good-looking man. He was swole, too, and he was tall. So he was, like, the like I'm describing him like he was tall, 6'2", <laughs> brown eyes, blonde hair. No, not at all. But I'm telling you, this, he surprised me because I'm thinking to myself, like, man, this guy must be a G. Like, he's getting girlfriends after left after right. Like, he's doing it. And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not even dating. And we, he's sharing his story. He's talking to us about abstinence. 
and he talked to us about like, you know, purity. I'm just like, like, dude, you're not even dating. Like, I thought to myself, like, this guy would be like, you know, growing up, we had a Freddie Prince Jr. Like, this guy looked like Freddie Prince Jr. Like, this guy was it, and everybody was crazy about Freddie Prince Jr. You guys know who I'm talking about? Who's that? I'll give you another guy. You guys will know. Um, crazy. Give me somebody. Say someone famous. So you guys, Jesse. Who do you? Who? Chris Brown. Ain't no. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we'll stop. Okay. Then. We'll stop with that. Er, failed. 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 So, so this is what it is. Um, this guy, he he blew me away, and, and I saw that. Hey, it's possible. Living holy for God abstinence and at a young age uh, even at eighth grade it's just like look you're about to go into high school man you're about to find every girl possible and i'm telling you it's going to be easy to get with somebody who's saying i'm just like really we're all looking at each other like yeah easy and and, and we're, we're saying man you know okay but this guy said dude don't go down that road he's like i had friends i had to drop out i had friends that did this and then just like this is what's happening just don't do that the bible warns against that so i'm going to teach you what the bible has to say about that amen if you can open up your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 6, 1 Corinthians 6, uh, verses 18, 18 through 20. If you don't have your Bible, we have it up on the screen. And the, the, um, the topic is called uh, Sexual Immorality. Um, 1 Corinthians, this book was, was written to the church of Corinth. And one of the things you have to know about this city, they were very sexually immoral. One of the things that stand out, if you study history about the city of Corinth in the time of the disciples, in the time of Jesus, what was very uh, uh, um, big about that city, was very characteristic about that city, was that it was very sexually perverse. Look, check this out. This is how bad it got. They had, they had women that worked in the temples that sold themselves as prostitutes, but they thought they were doing worship unto their God. So there were literally uh, people who worked in the temple. I, I just I forget their name, like what the term you would call them. But they would go out and like they're praising God, and they would they would go out and have sex with men. And this was a common norm. And if you would look around, it's just like that's how perverse it got. Well, that's like today. But you look at it in, in a city like this, it was just known for that. I mean, anywhere you'd go, and, and, and Paul, he planted a church there, and he's talking to them, and this is what he's saying. He's, he's telling the church people the same way as I'm telling you today, the word of God. This is what the Holy Spirit had to say. He said, flee from sexual immorality. Everybody, let's read that out on, on three. One, two, three. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body. But he who sins sexually sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. You see, a lot of people today, when, when it comes to relationships and things like that, you're not going to find, what, what does God say about dating? You're not going to find, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, this is the verse I'm looking for. What we can do when we study the Bible, and this is how you study, you take verses on how God is applying something to, to a certain topic, boyfriend or girlfriend. And this is what, if you, if you look at it, here's what it is. If you want a boyfriend or girlfriend, this is what it is. Flee from sexual immorality. Does God say having a boyfriend or girlfriend is wrong? 
But what does he tell you? He says, flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. First thing that catches my eye when I read this passage is flee. Do you guys know what that word means? It means to run. Like if someone comes up to you and say, dude, flee. <laughs> no one uses that word today. Like, dude, flee. Like, what are you telling me? Flee. It's like, that word means to like run. You get, you're gone. I'm like, hey, let's go, let's go. You mean that's, you're gone. Like, you don't stay. If someone says, let's go now, and they're saying, hey, go, you, you, you're not saying, what do we do? You know, you're, you're gone. Like, you're just like, okay, where are we going? What's up? You know what I mean? That's what's happening. And so Paul is saying by the, by the Holy Spirit, he's saying, run. You get away from sexual immorality. Don't linger around it. You know what happens today? A lot of people think they're, they're super Christian. Sometimes they think that they're, they're better than God. They're better than the Holy Spirit. They know more than the Bible, and they'll stick around whenever an opportunity, whenever sexual immorality presents itself. And you know what happens when, when sexual immorality comes up, and we got to define that word. What is sexual immorality? What is that? Let me give you guys just a, just a couple of things that that entails. Fornication, sex outside of marriage, sex with your boyfriend or girlfriend, oral sex, sensual touching, pornography, sex with oneself. See, these are all the things that entail with sexual immorality. And God is saying, flee, run from it. God is saying, look, if you deal with this, if this is around you, gone, you're gone. Like, for example, if there was a fire in your house and everybody that you love was outside the house already, you're not trying to stay in the house. You're, you're, you better believe it, I'm gone. Like, you, who, who's like... It's going to chill a little bit more. It's in my sister's room right now. I got time. I can do this. As soon as I see it coming through right there, the sala, I'm gone. As soon as I booked, no one thinks about it. It's just like, I'm, I don't even want to play with that because I know my life is in danger. Guess what? Sexual morality is the same thing. You know how it comes? It comes as temptation. Let me tell you what. Sin, temptation will find you. It will look for you. I mean, you don't have to go looking for it. It just comes your way. I remember when I got saved and I said, God, I'm going to live free. I'm going to live holy. Guess what? Sin, temptation was looking for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, she better put some clothes on. What is she doing? Like, are you serious? I'm trying to live holy right now. What is old girl? She's coming my way. Oh, she's talking to me. Hey, how you doing? God bless you. It's like, oh, I'm doing good. Where are your clothes, you know? You know, type of thing. Fleet, I mean, temptation, you don't, you don't have to go looking for it. I mean, some of us do looking for it. Hello? Some, as if we don't have enough temptation. I don't have enough temptation. W-W dot. I'll be serious. W-W dot, or check this out. Text, or what are you doing today? As if you don't have enough temptation in your life. Here it is. Flee from it. Flee from it. In the area of sexual immorality, flee from it. And this is not the time to act more holy to say, well, I don't deal with that. Let me tell you what. If you find someone that says, that is never a problem in my life, 
I am, I am, let me, I'm telling you, you could say, you a liar. <laughs> you lying. You lying through your teeth. You lying. Okay, everybody's attention, please. I'm the, I have the mic. Amen. So, so moving on, I want you to understand that when it comes to sexual morality, when it comes to that temptation, what do you do? You flee. That'll be the new word. Let's keep it the Bible. Let we say run. We say flee. All right. So we're gonna get into these little cell groups in just a bit. But if you if you ever want to encourage your brother, hey, flee, flee. Just just say flee, and they'll understand. Hey, Amen. The second thing you'll notice if you keep on reading, all other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. I stopped when I was reading that. He sins against his own body. What does that mean? He sins outside his body, but he sings sexually, sins against. You know what that means? You disgrace yourself. You humiliate yourself. Not only yourself, but your creator, your maker, God. You disgrace God. You sin against your own body. And that just sounds just wrong. Like anybody in their sane mind will never think, I'm going to do this to hurt myself today. And there are people that, that, that have that or have done that or thought that. And there's freedom and there's, there's you know, there's prayer and, and there's, there's support. There's, 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 there's healing for that. But anybody normally wouldn't walk out like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fall into a hole today. I'm trying to get hit by a car today. Hello. No one says that. And if you meet someone, go ahead and lock them up and pray for them. Cast that demon out. Amen? Amen. <laughs> well, I've done that playing around. Don't do that. So, so here's what you have to understand. Don't disgrace yourself. Many of the times when we do something like that, you know what happens? These feelings of, of embarrassment come. Men, if you deal with sex with yourselves or ladies, if you're giving yourselves up to a man or if you deal with the same issue, there's this shame that comes along. It's just like, oh, my gosh, this is really happening. And, and if you don't stop, if you don't catch it, if you say, whatever, you give yourself up to it. And God's not going to fight with you because if you want that more than him, he's not going to fight. God doesn't force himself on you. I love that. He doesn't like, well, you have to do this. No, he's like, you choose. You choose. And he'll give you the choice. When you think about it, when, you, when you're in a situation like that, you, I like to think of it like this. I don't want to disgrace myself, but rather present myself to God. Here, in a moment like that, think, am I going to do this disgrace myself and God? Or am I going to present myself to God? In this right now, say, God, man, I need your help. God, I need you. Let's keep on reading. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. That is the key, and we're going to break out after this. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You never thought about it like that, and you re we, we read this. It's in there. You probably knew about this, but I want you to figure this and get it like this. Get a visual right now. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and this visual comes like this. Whenever you see a church, 
And I want you guys to raise your hand. I'm going to point out to you. What comes to your mind when you see, like, the old-style churches, you know, with the cross on it, and you see, like, the stained-glass windows with the pictures of Jesus and, and all these different things? What comes to your mind? You know, God. A boring church. Okay, General, when you think about church, what comes to your mind? God. Holy Spirit, righteousness, holiness, like, like God's spirit dwells there, right? So look at it like this. No one's going to come around and, 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 and go up and, and just like disgrace, like tear up the temple. Like hum- what happens, joking this out, someone came in here right now, just started cussing up a storm, flipping chairs, breaking stuff over here, and just dipping out. And we couldn't do anything about it because they came in with people and just like, what are you doing? And they disgraced the house of God. We would all be like, dude, stop. What are you doing? Like, don't do that to this church. Are you serious? Most of us would get offended and be like, don't do that. Be honest. I've seen stuff like that happen. But here it is. Your body, God says that your body is his temple. That's where he dwells. And if you look at it and you think about it, I don't want to disgrace myself and put myself in a place where I'm disgracing where God lives. Guess what? The Holy Spirit is inside of you. He never leaves you. So he's with you at all times. And if you're doing these things, he's, he's, he's there. He's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Here it is. Therefore, honor God with your body. The purpose of this whole series and what we want to do, we want to learn how to honor God. You might ask questions about this and that, and there might be yes or no questions, and it might be how come this happens, or what happens if this happens to you, me, or I know somebody like this, or, you know, I, I did this, you know, recently. There are going to be questions like that, but the main purpose of all this, this series, is to honor God. If you look at it like that, if you get into a relationship, watch this. If I get in a relationship with a girl, I want to honor God. So, you know what? Sexual morality has no place in that relationship. Amen? If I'm looking for somebody, I want to honor God. I'm going to find somebody that, that loves God, that respects, that has a heart for God. I'm not saying she's, she's perfect, but I'm saying that she has, you know, something, or, or for ladies, he has something that, that makes him a godly man or woman. We're going to learn about that today. That's what you're looking for. You want to honor God. For people that, I don't want to honor God and do whatever, they say, whatever, to hell with God. You know why God tells you to flee from sexual morality? Because he's protecting you. Because he's looking after you. Because he loves you. Because he has his best interest for you. Uh, so many times when my parents used to tell me things, and I always felt like, why do you have to tell me this? Ah, I don't like what's like. It always feels like they're taking away fun. But they always did things with my good in mind. And so now that I'm older, more mature, I can look back in my life and see how my parents guarded me, protected me. And I understand that sometimes when I didn't feel like it was a good thing to do, when, when I felt like it's not fair, I understood it was for my good. And I realize now that I was immature then. Some of you today are mature. No fear, just become mature in the Lord. That's why we're having this series so you can learn and understand. Amen. 
So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take the rest of this time. We're going to go up to 9 o'clock. Ah, uh, nueve. Everybody go nueve. A la no <laughs> Perfect. Say it one more time, bro. Yes, sir. Now you said it. Why? Don't do that. We're going to go up to la, nue la nueve. La nueve, okay? And we're going to get into this. We are going to talk about this. We are going to talk about abstinence, purity. We're going to break up into cell groups. If there's any questions about, about the purity or anything like that, you can speak to your leader at the end um, when we get to it. But, guys, this is our goal. We're going to learn about it so that there's no questions. And guess what? At the end of the day, it's your choice. It's not us coming up to you and standing on a pulpit and saying, hey, you have to do this, otherwise you're going to I mean, if you don't follow God, you still go in hell, right? But check this out. You have the choice. You have the choice, and we want you to understand how to make the right choice. Amen? So if you can do me a favor, have the guys. Get some music in the back for me. If we can have the guys sit over here, and if we, if we can just stand up. Guys, just chill over here for now. All the guys and all my ladies over here. We're going to have uh, Cynthia here, Leilani back there. Um, we're going to have, I'll be over here. Uh, Ellie's going to be over here. Ellie over here, Adam over here. Uh, no one, separate yourselves here. We're going to separate you guys. And so we have until 9 o'clock, and we're going to get into abstinence. Amen. Amen.